Welcome to God's Gypsy Christian Church, Sugarland, Texas, weekly podcast, Apply the Word. 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 15. Study, and do your best to present yourself to God as one approved, a worker who does not need to be ashamed, and who correctly handles the word of truth. Well, praise the Lord. This is uh, episode three of season two of God's Gypsy Christian Church weekly podcast, Apply the Word. Uh, Just to go through a quick recap of what we learned so far, we learned the name Jehovah Rapha, the God who heals. We learned that God can heal you physically and spiritually. The next name we learned was Jehovah Nissi, the Lord is our banner. We learned that we have victory and that we need to raise our banner up high and let the world know that God is our banner. He is our victory. And tonight we're talking about the name Jehovah Jireh, the God who provides. And like we say every week, we want you to get involved. We don't want you to just listen to what we have to say, but if you have to get your Bible, go ahead and get your Bible. Take notes and get involved in the Word of God. Let's pray. Father, we thank you again for the opportunity, Lord, to share your words. We pray, Father, that you prepare our hearts as well as the hearts of the listeners to receive your word. Yes, yes, Lord. Bless us, Lord, tonight as we share your word, Father. We thank you for your son, Jesus, because without Jesus we would be lost, Father. We thank you for your word because your word is true. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And amen. Amen. Uh, Isaac, we're talking about Jehovah Jireh, the God who provides. Uh, and can you, uh, where, do we, uh, where do we find the name Jehovah Jireh? Amen. Bobby, in a very familiar story, Genesis chapter 22, uh, if you look at the heading, it says Abraham tested. And it's a story that we hear all the time. The story is about Abraham sacrificing his son Isaac. And I want to give a background about this chapter a little bit. What we see in the Bible is before this, Abraham and his wife Sarah, they had no, no, no children. And God, in in, in the book of Genesis, I believe it was chapter 12, God promised him to be a great nation. You'll be a great people. Well, how can God make this promise and Abraham has no children? That's right. So we see in Genesis chapter 21 that God promised him a child. And that child was Isaac. Mm -hmm. Isaac was born. So we see that God provided for Abraham, his son Isaac. Now what's amazing is what we see in scripture, Abraham loved his son Isaac, and Abraham needed his son Isaac. The reason he needed his son, because only through his son would the promise come, Come that you'll be a great nation, Mm -hmm. and the covenant that God Mm -hmm. made. So Abraham needs his son, right? Yes. Right. But in chapter 22, we see Abraham willing to sacrifice his son. Amazing. That's right. Now, I want to read the chapter. We're going to take our time and read the story. 22 verse 1 says this. Sometime later, God tested Abraham, and he said to him, Abraham, here I am, he replied. Then God said, Take your son, your only son, whom you love, Isaac, and go to the region of Moriah, 
and sacrifice him there as a burnt offering on a mountain, and I will show you. Early the next morning, Abraham got up and loaded his donkey. He took with him two of his servants and his son Isaac. When he had cut enough wood for the burnt offering, he set out for the place God had told him about. The first things we see in these first few scriptures is this. Number one, early the next morning, Abraham got up. Didn't waste time. He didn't waste time. Yep. Didn't even take time to think about it. No. And, and that shows that shows faith. Amen? Amen. Another thing I see is it says in, in verse 1, God said to Abraham, Abraham, here I am, he replied. The communication. Do you guys see that? A quick? He was ready. He was ready. He was sensitive to the voice of God, what is what Amen. we see. And this is a relationship that all of us should have. Amen. A relationship that's based on obedience, on faith, on trust. Amen. God tells him, in this conversation, go and take your son, the one that you love, and sacrifice him. And the next day, Abraham is ready to do so. And that's obedience. Now, Isaac, God's not going to tell us to do that to our own children today, but we need to be ready and willing to answer God's call when he calls on us, when he says our name, and he asks us Amen. to do something for his glory, for his purpose. 100%. And, uh, Bobby, what we see in the next few verses, look what it says. Let's keep reading. On the third day, this is verse 4, Abraham looked up and saw the place in the distance. So he said to a servant, Stay here with the donkey while I and the boy go over there. We will worship and then we will come back to you. Verse 6, Abraham took the wood for the burnt offering and placed it on his son Isaac. And he himself carried the fire and the knife. As the two of them went on together, Isaac spoke up and said to his father, Father? Yes, my son, Abraham replied. The fire and the wood are here, Isaac said. But where is the lamb for the burnt offering? Abraham answered, God himself. Amen. I'm going to say that again. God himself. Thank you, Lord. That's a big point. Thank you, Lord. God himself. No one else can provide. That's right. That's right. No one else can provide. Even though Abraham and Isaac were going up on the mountain, Abraham wasn't the one that was going to provide. No. That's right. Amazing. God Himself. Amen. God Himself will provide the lamb for the burnt offering, my son. And the two of them went on together. And when they reached the place God had told them about, Abraham built an altar there and arranged the wood on it. He bound his son Isaac and laid him on the altar, on the top of the wood. Then he reached out his hand and took the knife to slay his son. But the angel of the Lord called out to him from heaven, Abraham, Abraham, here I am, he replied. Who's the angel of the Lord? Jesus. Jesus, Jesus Christ. Amazing. Isn't it amazing that at a moment where a father is willing to sacrifice his son, Jesus was there present and Jesus stopped him. Thank you, Jesus. But you know what I noticed? I noticed something how... The angel of the Lord, the Bible says when he raised the knife to kill his son, and the angel of the Lord said, Abraham, Abraham. Here I am, Lord. Here I am. He didn't swing the knife anymore. He stopped. He listened to the voice of God. And, and Bobby mentioned something. Listen, God's not going to tell us to sacrifice our children today. This whole story was a test. 
And sometimes when God tests us, He's not testing to see if we have faith. God knows if we have faith. Do you guys That's agree? Right. Right. Sometimes God has to show you if you have faith That's in right. God. That's right. That's right. And so Abraham's faith is being tested in God Almighty. Here's a beautiful thing, Isaac. You read it a few minutes ago, and it says, Me and the servant, me and my son, will be back. Right there it shows us Amen. that Abraham already passed the test. Very good. If we read in uh, Hebrews awesome. 11, he says he was expecting for, for him to kill his son Isaac, right? But, but instead of killing him, he heard the voice of God tell him, stop. He answered, here I am. Mm -hmm. And he stopped Amen. right there and there. That's so right. he didn't have to sacrifice his son no more. Uh -huh. Hebrews says that Abraham knew that even if he sacrificed his he son, that God would resurrect him. That's, that's right. what I was trying to get to. Amen. Right. There was no such thing of resurrection then. That's right. Talk about faith. Amen? Amen. Amen. Now the point I want to make is Abraham was obedient right. when he went to sacrifice his son. And sometimes God is going to ask you to do something that is not logical. He's going to ask you to do something that does not make sense. Yeah. Sounds familiar. But, yeah, think. right? But here's the amazing thing, Bobby. Are you sensitive enough there you go. That's the to hear the voice of God when That's He tells you to stop? Amen. That's the key, right? Are you sensitive enough to hear the voice of God when He tells you to go? That's right. We see Abraham's voice, his ear was inclined to God. Come on. And that's what brings obedience, is when your ear is inclined to God that's right. and to His voice. And so he says, stop. And now here, we're going to end with the story here. Look what it says. Abraham, Abraham, here I am, he replied. Do not lay a hand on the boy, he said. Do not do anything to him. Now I know that you fear God, because you have not withheld from me your son, your only son. Abraham looked up, and there, in a thicket, he saw a ram caught by its horns. He went over and took the ram and sacrificed it as a burnt offering instead of his son. So Abraham called the place the Lord will provide. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. And if you look at that in the original writing, the Lord will provide is the name Jehovah Jireh. Thank you, Thank Jesus. You, Lord. And to this day, it is said, on the mountain of the Lord, it will be provided. Amen. 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 Thank you, Lord. I want to share something amazing point. <clears throat> you don't get an, a name or a title for something you only done once. You get a name or a title for something you always do. That's right. That's right. Abraham didn't call God, God will provide Jehovah Jireh because God provided this one time on the mountain. Mm -hmm. Abraham called him the God that provides Jehovah Jireh because God always provided Amen. That's right. That's right. If you look in scripture, you see how God provided Isaac, his son, to be born. That's right. You see how God provided for him to escape Sodom and Gomorrah. Mm -hmm. You see how God provided for him to rescue his nephew Lot. That's right. You see how God provided for him to escape Egypt and not be killed by the Egyptians. So all of Abraham's life, God provided for him. That's right. And I want to share something with the listeners tonight. God is not just going to provide one time for you. That's right. God's always going to provide Amen. for you. Thank Lord. you, Lord. Stevie, you said something. Can you share that? About the Lord will provide? When Abraham called him Jehovah Jireh, he said the Lord will provide. He didn't name him the Lord has provided. Amen. 
God didn't just provide the ram one time for the sacrifice. Come on. He said the Lord will provide. Amen. The scripture says in, uh, I believe it's verse 15 and 16. You have not withheld your son, your only son, and for that I will bless you. Amen. John 3.16 tells us because that God sends his one and only begotten son that whoever believes in him would not perish but have eternal life. Amen. Then Romans 8.32 tells us he who did not spare his own son but gave him up for us all how will he not also with him graciously give us all things? Amen. How can we go around complaining and saying because we have problems that we don't have what we need? When God is called Jehovah Jireh, Amen. when God said that, if I gave you my son Jesus, how could I not also give you what you need? Amen. Amen. Very good. That's right. Very good. Okay. Isaac, uh, but automatically when people hear the name Jehovah Jireh, and I'm, I'm, I'm even going to talk about myself, Jehovah Jireh, God provides, automatically my mind goes to finances. All the time. I'm sure everyone else thinks that way, but there aren't there more areas? Aren't there more ways that God provides? Yeah. In this story, we see that God provided for Abraham and Isaac throughout their lives. But God's not going to tell us to kill our children. That's a different kind of providing altogether. This is providing for the now, our lives daily, every day. And we have a God that provides healing for us. Amen. Amen. We, ha we have a God that provides rest when we need it. Amen. We have a God that provides a way out where there seems to be no way Amen. out. Amen. Where Amen. your hands in your hair, your back's against the wall. Come on. I have Very nowhere good. to go. Come on. I have a God that provides Amen. a way Amen. out. Amen. We have a God that provides all of our needs. Now, Matthew, we read the scripture earlier that we have a God that provides healing and it says that in Matthew 21, 22. Can you read that for us? If you believe, you will receive whatever you ask for in prayer. Okay, yeah, it doesn't say specifically God's going to give us healing. But what we ask for in prayer, we will receive through faith. Amen. Amen. You're not going to say, God, just heal me. It's a prayer. We're praying for healing. We're mm -hmm. praying for these things. And through faith, you will receive your healing. God will provide Amen. your healing. Amen. The other one we was talking about, Isaac, was we have a God that provides rest when we need it. Matthew, you're in the book of Matthew, uh, chapter 11, Very verse 28. We could co quote that scripture. It's, come to me all who are weary and I will give you rest. Amen. Amen. Okay? You're weary, you're down, you're out. Everyday life is hard. Yeah. He, you have a God that's going to provide rest for you when Amen. you need Amen. it. Amen. The other one we talked about was a tough one. It's we have a God who provides a way out. You might not think that we have a way out in situations in our lives. Come on. Come like on. really tough situations. I mean, we could probably run through a million of them. But the situation you're in right now that you think is, I cannot get out of this. Oh my God, how? It says it in the Bible that He will give you a way out. Thank you just Lord. have to have faith Amen. that He will provide it. And that's in 1 Corinthians 10, 13. Matthew, we read that earlier. Can you find it for us? No temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind. And God is faithful. He Amen. will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. Thank you, Lord. But when you are tempted, He will also provide a way out. Mm. So that you can endure it. Very good. Okay. Thank you, Lord. Amen. You're not going to be tempted beyond what you can take. He, it might seem that, why, God, I can't take this, I can't handle it. 
but he knows you can handle it. You just got to keep fighting through it. Very good. We have a God that provides a way out. It says 100%. it. If it didn't say it, he wouldn't mean it, and he wouldn't keep his promises. 100%. Amen. So, Matthew, what we see is God still provides today. Daily. Amen. Daily. God, God didn't just provide in the Old Testament. He didn't just provide in the New Testament. God provides today. Amen. And, Bobby, you said something. You asked a question. And, a lot. Of, yes, a lot of us ask this question, but... I don't want to be negative about it and make it seem that, no, God doesn't provide that way. You asked, does God provide financially? Because Absolutely. every time we think of provision, we think about, does God provide financially? The first, the first thought goes to finance. And, and, and listen, I'll tell you something. There's nothing wrong with it. So, yes, do we always think about the financial blessing when we think of God providing? We do. And there's really nothing wrong with it. Mm -hmm. But I just wish that it wasn't the main thing That's we right. think about. Because listen, the Bible says something, Matthew. It says in the book of Deuteronomy, Do not forget that it is I, the Lord your God, that gives you the strength or power to go out and make wealth. Right. Come on. So yes, God supplies and provides for us to make money for our families. He does do that. And glory to God. Amen. He does. You know the verse we always read, And the Lord shall supply all your needs according to his riches. Like That's God's talking about money too. It's talking about the Philippian church. They were giving to Paul so that he can minister to the people. And Paul in return tells them, as long as you're blessing the church mm -hmm. and blessing the ministry for God's God word to go out, right. God, will provide, God will provide for you. So yes, if you're listening, I want you to know that God will provide for your financial needs. But then there may be somebody out there that will say, God is not providing for me. Matthew, like you said earlier, maybe someone's in a really low spot. Maybe they're, they feel they're alone. Maybe they're in a dark area. Maybe there's burdens on them. Maybe Padi Mospirende. But I want them to listen to this very important. And every one of us in this room tonight, I hope we can understand this. If you feel that God hasn't provided enough for you, God has provided more than enough. Amen. Amen. If God decides never to provide for us again, He's already done more than Amen. enough. Amen. And you more know what He's deserve. provided more? Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. He's given us Jesus Christ. Amen. He's given us salvation. Amen. Thank you, Lord. We were Thank on you, our Father. way to be lost. We were going to a really bad place mm -hmm. to take us out of the mud Come on. and to make us born again. Amen. To change our lives around. And that's the greatest thing that He provided. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Matthew, we talked about earlier how Abraham loved Isaac. And Isaac was the only son that Abraham had. And when Abraham went to sacrifice his son, the angel of the Lord, Jesus Christ, was there to stop him. That's right. Amazing. God was there to stop him. But our question is, when God the Father, when He sent His Son to be sacrificed for every one of us, Come on. there was no one to stop That's right. him. Amazing. Come on. <clears throat> Amazing. There was no one to say, Devla, Devla, here I am. There was no other lamb that could have taken that place. No, that's right. You see, when Abraham sacrificed his son, there was an animal that took its place. And it was enough. But when God sacrificed his son, an animal was not good enough. That's right. Amazing. The animal was good enough for Abraham, but the animal was no longer good enough to take the place of Jesus Christ. Amazing. Amen. Amen. Well, the word provide, guys, in Hebrew, it also means to see it, which is similar to the name a woman named Hagar calls the Lord. In Genesis 
chapter 16, verse 13. The God who sees. Mm -hmm. That Hebrew word also means to, per to perceive and experience. When Abraham called God Jehovah Jireh, he isn't just saying God gives the good. He is saying you see, you experience all this need of mine and make provision for it. Man. It is deeply personal. God gave us provision internally, guys. The passage of the scripture is one of the foreshadows, Isaac, the stories of the work of Jesus Christ. God not only provided for Abraham, but he also provided his only son, so that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Amen. While God amazingly provided for the big needs like everlasting life and eternity, he also is present in the little needs yes, in our lives. And Matthew uh, mentioned earlier in Matthew chapter 21 verse 22, And whatever you ask for in prayer, you will receive by faith. Amen. Abraham had faith and God provided the land. Amen. So if we have faith, God is able to provide every need in our lives. Matthew, I know I put in Duma, but I'm never on here anymore, so I'm going to take up as much time as I could. Uh, you said the word prov provision, it means to see. Correct. And when you see the word provision, it's pro-vision. It's a compound word. And what we see in that word is this. Something like fosachi. <laughs> yeah. It means to see. Amen. Provision. And what that means is, God sees your need. That's right. And not only does God see your need, Matthew, but God is able to provide Amen. for you. Amen. Amen. And as we see in the story of Abraham, God saw his need. His need was an animal to be sacrificed, and God provided. And like Matthew has been sharing, Matthew showed us how God provides restoration. God provides a way out when, when we're in temptation. That's right. God provides a way when you're weary and there's parimos on you. God can provide relief. We talked about how God provides your finances. And, and, and God can provide for your family. God can provide health and healing. Absolutely. Whatever you pray for. You know, the Bible goes a step further and it says that God knows your prayers. He knows your needs before you even pray them. That's right. He knows what you need before you pray for Amen. them. Amen. So God does see your needs. And God is also able to provide for you today, today. Amen. Uh, maybe you received a bad report from, from a doctor. God is able to turn that report around. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Maybe you have a financial need. And maybe you feel that your family or somebody you're expecting to is not providing for you. But listen, there is a God. Amen. And God is able to provide Amen. for you. Thank you maybe Lord. man or family or somebody at home has failed you. God is not going to fail you. Thank you, you need to be sensitive to, to His voice. You need to know that God is going to provide. You need to have faith. Thank you, you need to trust in God. Amen. God is going to make a way out. Maybe you feel you're alone. Maybe there's a sickness. Maybe there's a problem, physical, spiritual, financial. Whatever your need is, I'm here to tell you that He is Jehovah Jireh. Amen. Amen. And He can provide. Amen. He's Amen. never let me down. You, He's Lord. never let any of us down. 
And I know that God will not leave you down. Amen. You just have to trust Him. Amen. 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 This message has been brought to you by God's Gypsy Christian Church in Sugarland, Texas. The purpose of these messages are to help us better understand how to apply God's Word to our lives. James chapter 1 verse 22 Do not merely listen to the Word and so deceive yourselves, but do what it says.